folks, we're back. And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. And folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Way coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, hell, folks. It is Thursday. It's going to be an open forum. Take me down just a little bit in my ears there, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. We had guests in on yesterday. Had David Allen in the first hour. And uh, uh, from Two Gun Tactical, Mr. John White. And folks, Two Gun Tactical is a must play. Uh, must, uh, let's just say it's a place to visit. You got to put it on your to-do list. Make sure you stop by there and check out the wares and the offerings and the services. I intend to stop by there myself, folks. It's been a while since I've been there, and now I need to go back and check out the uh, uh, check out the range. I didn't shoot the first time I was in there. I was just checking out the digs and stuff. Very nice location, very nice layout, very clean store, very friendly staff. I encourage you to check them out. Check them out on the web. That's two the number two guntactical.com. and their number's easy to remember: seven ninety two gun or seven ninety twenty four eighty six. So check them out for a variety of services. All right, folks, it is an open forum. We got a lot to get to. Did we, matter of fact, you know that clip we played yesterday? Uh, the, the guy, could you get that up for me again, please? Uh, we played it a little bit before David L. came on. I want to play it again. This is a young man. This is just Joe Blow from Kokomo. This is us. This is me or you, one of your neighbors, one of your friends, one of your fellow patriots. He's a Christian, a patriot, and a redneck. So we just want you to listen to what he has to say about the Second Amendment, why the Second Amendment exists. And we want to remind folks, uh, before I get into the, uh, before we listen to the clip, I just want to say these things here. Uh, folks, be of good cheer. Believe it or not, there are more of us than there are of them. And you know how you know that? Is that they're constantly cheating. They're constantly finessing the, and massaging the vote. Uh they, like the uh, degenerate left, the Democrats, if you will, they hate America. But the people who supposedly are in our foxhole, supposedly are fellow Republicans, they just hate America. I mean, they hate America, but just to a lesser degree. They want America to die a slow death. The Democrat kids, they want America dead now, yesterday, but not so fast. And uh, I want you to listen to this young man's comment pretty much at the last two, two or three sentences that he, that he speaks. Listen to those. Uh, that's what's really, really salient to me. But, uh, okay, he hadn't got it yet. Okay. But when you listen to him, he's talking about the Second Amendment, why the Second Amendment existed, exists, and why we need to be uh, glad that we're Americans who have that right to keep and bear arms. I can send it to you again if you need it. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, But you're going to uh, enjoy this. This is going to remind us what all of us are, are bound to do. I do also want to uh, let you know, uh, the city of Jackson, as you know, is under a boil water alert. Folks, I keep telling you, Jackson is gone. It's not coming back. The damage that's being done and has been done over the last 10 years, okay, he got it. Uh, it's not coming back. In order for Jackson to come back, you've got to put blacks in. You can't have them in a majority on these various boards. Just You can't have it. As I keep saying, it's how... Uh, black Democrats see the world. Uh, the city of Jackson has water woes. Many of the outlying cities in the city in the county of Hines have the same problem. And uh, 
The ones with the worst problems are ones ran by black people. And they ain't got a clue on how to get it fixed. Uh, through this money, uh, the came down to the federal government, uh, Edwards and Bolton and uh, Utica and places like that, they got 2 or $3 million. Uh, basically just, uh, what do they call it, mailbox, helicopter money just dropped out of the sky on them. And uh, one of the politicians says, you know, we're going to try to leverage that uh, and, and, and do the and fix the water thing. It's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you, it is not going to happen. I mean, he's got the right idea. But it's not going to happen because that two or three million dollars, those folks going to look, they're going to hook their boys up. This crop of black leadership is it's not like the black leaders of the 60s and the 70s. These folks are out for themselves. They're looking out for number one. They're going to do anything for the people that they can't do for themselves first. Perfect example is what Cridell Calhoun, Bobcat McGowan, and Vern Gavin did on the Board of Supervisors. Going to spend $10 million basically just throwing it away. And we got all this flooding problem, infrastructure problems in Hines County, and they're not even addressing it. They're going to spend $4 million on a half a million dollar building and they could build a brand new building right across from the courthouse with that same amount of money. It's all about, I'm just telling you, look, just don't expect any better. And quit blaming white folks. Quit blaming everybody else. It's us. Now, these folks complaining about the water being uh, undrinkable. Seems to me there was an orange-haired guy. Came through a couple years ago and said, hey, let us sit down and reason together. What is it that you need that? If you think that I can be of help to you. Oh, oh, they got so much pleasure of turning their back to this man. No, we don't like this president. We want another one. We want another one. Well, they got another one. And they got another one that they claimed. They swore before God, this man here likes us. Because I get these texts all the time. Don't white folks don't like you. Huh. Joe Biden like it. Joe Biden likes you. Oh, this is how he shows it. <laughs> okay. All righty then. Well, I tell you what. <laughs> well, you ain't going to get indicted for being being smart. That's not going to happen. But anyway, uh, the folks over there in, out, out there in Edwards, they drinking that doty water. We got boo-boo in our water here in Jackson. And it's never going to get fixed. Once you got rid of the white folks, baby, the whole problem-solving thing then went out the window. But you got a bunch of complainers and stealers. And I ain't talking about Pittsburgh stealers. I'm talking about thieves. I heard uh, uh, Socrates Garrett on Dr. Henderson's show. I think it was last week. He'll be on tonight. I think it is this Thursday night. <clears throat> and Sock was saying, we need a bid in Maine to run for mayor. And you know what? I don't disagree with that. But if they think Marcus Wallace is that businessman, please, what? The guy on the neighborhood watch sign ain't available? What the hell? Marcus? Five finger Wallace? Oh, no, 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 no. Look, dog, I know you mean well, and I don't disagree with you. Somebody with some business acumen would. But all you guys are the ones who put the city in the, in the situation that it, that's in, in my opinion. Jackson's fat on, is flat on his back because of these set-aside Negroes. They rape Jackson. Don't set aside programs ain't nothing but a tithing program where everybody else in the city of Jackson, we tithe to these Negroes. We got to give them 10% off the top. So I'm just saying, uh, 
Marcus may have the business background, yada, yada, yada. But, baby, what I see from his practice, his business practice, nah, I'll pass. Let me take a chance with going down the toilet first. No. Now, here's the thing, Marcus. If you run, come on on the show. As a matter of fact, you can come on the show before, before you declare. That way it doesn't cost anything and we can do it without violating FEC. And talk about it. I mean, look, you're going to have to deal with the issue about your role in the water sewer meter, sewer water meter and all that kind of thing. You're going to have to talk about it. So it ain't going to be miles to get out in front of it right now. Come on in and talk. You can bring your boy with you. Bring, bring Sock with you. Both of y'all come on in here and sit down. Now, you can go over there and talk to Softball Paul. Y'all put some money in the tip jar, you know, because in order for you to be a successful politician in Mississippi, you have to be on the take. The super take is more like it. And when you go on there, then your future is pretty much assured. But here, baby, you can get the hard questions. But no, uh, uh, Sock, I don't disagree with you that a businessman wouldn't be a bad fit for the city of Jackson right now. But we got to have a man with integrity. And be honest with you, you guys ain't ate up with integrity. I'm sorry, dog. You may think you are. But... Y'all left us in alert. Y'all didn't even care whether or not we had drinking water. And we ain't got drinking water. We got to boil this water to wash the car. We got to boil the water to throw it out. If we throw Jackson water out just as it is, EPA, man, they'll be parachuting onto your garage and on top of your parking lot. Man, you threw that water out there, you done ruined the soil. But again, up in Michigan, they could blame the white governor. Here, you can't blame nobody. These are colored folks' problems. But anyway, I digress. What we're going to play here is a clip from the average American regarding gun control, Second Amendment issues, etc. So uh, I want you to listen to him. Mr. Producer, if you would. And, uh, folks, I want you to uh, uh, spread this far and wide. Let's, uh, let's play it, Mr. Producer. The right is full of cowards, but the left is just full of sick people. People will go at great lengths to politicize and weaponize a tragedy. I want to address the leftists out there that think this is a gun problem. We've had guns here since the dawn of time, but only in the last 20 years have we had mass shootings. Every single year it gets more difficult to get a rifle, but every single year we see more mass shootings. But please explain to me how this is a gun problem and not a mental health problem. And you sick bastards, the one that say, how many children need to die before you give up your second amendment? All of them. Is that what you want to hear? Is that the sound clip you're looking for so you can dunk on the right wingers? Nobody's out to solve problems anymore. It's all about dunking on the political opposition. To the right wingers out there saying maybe it is time for gun control. Here's a PSA for everybody that doesn't seem to quite understand the purpose of the Second Amendment. Second Amendment's not for hunting. It's not for the range. It's not for self-defense. Second Amendment is leverage against your government. It's a dead man switch. Purpose of the Second Amendment is to live free or die. To the lefties, oh, you think you stand a chance against the military? No, I don't. I'm not stupid. Push came to shove, an AR-15 is nothing compared to an F-35. If it really came down to it, the first Marine who was a decent shot would probably take me out. The point is that they would have to take me out, that I will go down swinging. And most people are tired of saying that what happened is an absolute tragedy. When you hear the details of what actually happened in Texas, it's pretty tough to imagine. Even if I thought that abolishing the Second Amendment would somehow stop all school shootings, I still wouldn't do it because I'm not some emotional single-issue voter. You can't just look at single issues in a vacuum. You have to look at them with respect to everything else. There are more kids die every year sniffing fentanyl than being shot by an AR-15, but you'll fight to keep that southern border open. More Americans die at the hands of illegal immigrants, but you'll fight to keep that southern border open. So are you really about saving lives, or is it just about disarming your political opposition? After JFK, we beefed up security for politicians. After 9-11, we beefed up security at airports. All these tragedies throughout history, and we beef up the security at the places where they occur. Except for schools. There are 380,000 unemployed veterans in the United States. 
Most of them are working age, but a lot of them have problems because they feel like they don't have a place in society. They don't feel like they have support and they don't feel like they have a purpose. So maybe instead of sending $40 billion to fund a war on the other side of the world, we're spending more money so that children can learn about their teachers' kinks. We could instead put two veterans that are already well-trained in every school that would happily lay down their lives to protect those kids. To me, and for the people, and for the veterans, and for the children, that sounds like a win-win. And to all the fucking British people out there, we don't give a damn what you guys got going on in England. Not one single damn. You gave up your guns and the government hasn't turned on you? Wow, that's because you're a domino and we are the first domino. American right-wingers are the only thing keeping the entire world in check. Amen! Maybe you can discuss that over your next tea and biscuits. I forgot to mention all the people saying this is a Republican problem because they're all in the back pockets of the gun lobby. First of all, the gun lobby's broke. And second, all those people crying about the gun lobby won't say a word about what Big Pharma is doing to young people in America. So to all the anti-gun people, you're a liar and a coward and you don't actually care about children. And to the few real men left out there in Western society, stay hard. Stay hard. Let's take a break. America, you love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot, Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. All right, folks, we're back. It's Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Hey, I want to tell you about Dickerson Contracting. Folks, when it comes down to it and you need your roof replaced, you need someone who's going to give you the straight skinny, someone who's dealing with you on the level, who understands the process, who can give you a good assessment of what's going on with your roof. Look, if you see people in your neighborhood getting their new roofs replaced and uh, uh, and we have so many of these straight line wind storms coming through all the time now, all of a sudden, uh, you might want to give Dickerson a call. Matter of fact, you can check him out on the web uh, just by going DickersonLLC.com or the number is, their 800 number is 844-937-6636 or their web presence, DickersonLLC.com. They do good work, folks, and I commend them to you highly. But now, roofing is what they do, but they're also general contractors. They can handle all the things that come up. And I'll tell you, folks, when you get that roof replaced, don't think you're being ripped off. If your roofer tells you, hey, that wood up there is soft, get the, just replace it. Let me tell you why. And I didn't understand that because I was hard-headed. Had to learn the hard way. I said, oh, don't worry about it. Just a little small piece. You don't need to do the whole, you don't need to Well, what it was when they used the, uh, the guns, the nail guns, It'll shoot right through to that soft, that soft spot and never get a good hold on the shingles. And then you're going to say, why is my roof leaking? Well, you know, it, back in the old days when they were nailing everything by hand, they were able to catch that kind of stuff and, 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 and nail it with the right amount of pressure. But the, uh, those nail guns, just the uh, same pressure all the way around. 
But anyway, just be mindful that when your roofer tells you, yeah, that wood is soft, folks, they're not trying to put us, look, it's better for you. Just listen. And that's the type of thing Dickerson is going to be doing for you, folks. They're going to give you the straight skinny. Their goal is to give you a good roof, a roof that's going to last. So don't think everybody's trying to rip you off. You know, I had a guy tell me, I said, man, that's, that's way too much for that. And I think it was building a brick wall in between my yard and the neighbor's yard, just a little, like a two-foot wall. Oh, I said, that's too high. He said, as compared to what? You can't do it. <laughs> he was right. So I went over to CDC. I'll take the class. And uh, I can't think of Mr. Ivory. Y'all know him, the brick man, Mr. Ivory. He came over to my where I was working, and he saw me laying on the floor trying to lay it on brick. He said, bro, you ain't going to make it in this. He said, you, you don't even need to be doing this on the side. Get up. Get out of my class. He put me on roller skates that night. I wasn't built for that kind of stuff. But anyway, Dickerson LLC, all-around general contractor, all-around great guy. And it's DickersonLLC.com. Who do we have? Robert. Mobile. Mr. Bob. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, yo, listen to that um, the uh, guy you had on yesterday. You played a video of. Uh, video, right. Where I talk about the gun, Second Amendment. Right. And I've heard people, including Biden, I believe, say that, well, you can't fight against the military, and you can't fight against the military, you know, we say we're arming ourselves to defend ourselves against the government. Right. Uh, it's amazing, though, there are fewer people in Ukraine than there are in the United States. Right. But we're not telling them that, <laughs> that they can't fight against the Russian military. Right. Like, and we're telling them they can fight against the Russian military. And we're giving them the same guns they say civilians shouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And the Russians don't feel like they're, fight, they're fighting their own people the way our military would feel like they're fighting our, their own people if, if the push came to shove. Mm-hmm. And we actually had to uh, rebel and vote against the government. Not to mention the fact that, yeah, you're all safe in that tank, but eventually you got to get out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have families you got to go home to as well. Uh, you got, say, 100 million people in the United States armed with AR 15s. Um, yeah, we could defeat the United States military, mm-hmm. which is essentially what you would have. So, yeah, no, 150 million people would armed with, uh, with weapons, even handguns. Yeah, we can see the United States military because mm. you, you can't live in that tank or that ship forever. You got to get out of it eventually. Yeah. And that's when we get you if it push came to shove that way. So the idea that we couldn't beat the military, no, that's not true, folks. We could. If we band together and we've all dedicated, we could beat the United States military. Because they use nukes and whatever. You know, they can't nuke the whole country without nuking themselves. So they kind of use that. So the. So, yeah, it is, it is possible for 100 million armed citizens, which is what we have in the United States, to defeat the U.S. military. So that, that argument is not this, man. I've always heard it before, and it's no, it can be done, and it would be done if, 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 if we get people together. They know it can be done. That's why they spend so much time trying to keep us apart. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's why they don't want you to gathering. That's why they're having all these lockdowns. That's why they're telling you to avoid public places. And isn't it interesting? DHS comes out a week or two before the Fourth of July holiday. Hey, you might want to avoid large gathering. Then on large uh, on the July Fourth, then we got three or four major cities going up uh, 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 in, in panic because of people uh, shooting into the Fourth uh, of July celebrations. I mean, these guys are prescient. I mean, you, you would think they would be able to catch some of these people since they're so ahead of the curve, you know? And again, they're saying they'd like the whole entirety of your military would be willing to shoot American citizens when we decide we don't like this government. 
anymore to that to that extent. We don't decide that to that extent. You got to best believe good half of the military will be on with joining us. So, so yeah, yeah, the founding fathers knew they had it right. You, you're not going to be able to take out the entirety of your of your citizens if if they're armed. You won't be able to subject to subjugate to all of them if they're armed. As that was the purpose. But I mean, these folks are like the, the founders. They're so much smarter than the founders of the country were. Hmm. They they know so much more than the founders of the country. These obliterating idiots couldn't hold a candle, literally, to the uh, people who founded this country. Intellectually, uh, otherwise, you ever, you ever read? I'm sure you read the writings of the founding fathers. Hmm. Those guys were intellectual giants compared to these morons who run our country today. That's right. That's right. They were, uh, again, they had a common body of knowledge, which was the Holy Bible. And that helped, you know, when the, the Bible tells you when you have one mind, folks, you can do a whole lot of things. And this is what they, as you pointed out, they're trying to keep us from part, keep us apart from having one mind. This is why, you know, I, I look at, the, I look at the people here in Jackson complaining about the water or concerned about the water and same way in the outlying towns. And I'm saying, but our president, Donald J. Trump, who, by the way, was a real president, tried to he, he tried to get us to spend the money on ourselves. He wanted to be patched in. OK, go ahead. We got somebody. Exactly. We got Steve wants to say something to you. Go ahead, yeah, Steve. Uh, Bobby Bob. Yes, yeah, I'm here. Don't, don't you think we need to be talking to our sheriffs and our constables and our chief of police? Is is is, and all our local civil authorities with guns to see how they're going to fall out on these issues. Oh, I totally agree with that. Uh, that's, you're right. That's vitally important how they fall out because the enforcement process happens at that level. So yeah, it, it's, you know, it's vitally important. You're absolutely right. And and we don't have a. a the, the federal government, with absent the military, and they're not allowed to operate within the United States, supposedly, if, if you don't engage the local uh, National Guard, sheriffs, police, how, how will they, the federal people, the ATF, the FBI, the CIA, how are they going to enforce all these uh, tyrannical mandates on us? They're going to give the old college try. They're going to crack some feds first, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they will do that. They're going to make an example out of a, a few people like myself and others who. And see, this is what all this new world order stuff is all about. If you're going to be quiet and just make the Nike shoes for the Chinese government, Communist Party, or whatever, uh, you'll have a relatively safe life i mean you know but if you're just someone who don't like the fact of being pushed around and told what to do uh the new world order is not going to be your cup of tea well so oh, i guess it's the liberal world order now that's what biden's guy said it's liberal world order now yeah yeah and and shouldn't we be asking the folks that we know and sit down with coffee and et cetera mm -hmm. et cetera isn't right. that a political question to ask I think uh, it, it is. I think it is. But w what I see happening is many of these people who are like you that you just described in these layers of governmental bureaucracy carrying carrying a badge and a gun. They actually think that they're in the loop, that they are a, a part of this big picture thing that the new world is pushing. 
when in fact they're just being used to kill off all the folks up under them. And then when the、uh, so called New World Order folks get what they think is proper leverage, adequate leverage over the rest of us, they'll bring in the two or three hundred million Chinese to come in here and do the heavy lifting and, and, and crush them. So at the end of the day, all these people who hate Donald Trump supporters, Christian patriots, and rednecks, Like that guy just said in the video, we're the only thing holding,、uh, only thing holding back tyranny in this world, but us and Christ, Christ and us. And the, and the globalists, they want to. You mentioned that, Kim,、mm-hmm. because God has a timetable, doesn't he? He absolutely does.、And、he does. And we're on that timetable, and we don't know where we are. And he said, occupy until I come. That's right. That's right. Throw、and、some chopper elbows. That's what we have to do. As we can, Mobile Bob, I have no problem with anything you've said, but get local.、Uh, Tip O'Neill, way back in the olden days, said all, polit- all politics are local. Ask your sheriff where you stand on c- coming and getting my guns. It's a fair question. Amen. You're right. Like, you're absolutely right.、Uh, Uh, my friend, and like Kim said, what they're going to do is they're going to con these local folks into thinking that, like he said, they're going to be in on it. And then, and for a while, they will be until they turn on them. They want to, they want to, they are, the left are saying they want to abolish the police. They backed off on that, but that was the plan of theirs.、Mm-hmm. They want a national, national police, police and、yeah. to evolve into a world police、mm-hmm. eventually. And like you said, we're on the timetable. Eventually, they will get their world police. We know that. But yeah, we do. You, but we don't have to. We don't have to sit、right. patiently by、no. and、right. get involved. Well, you that's、know. the point. They cannot do it. What if, if evil triumphs when good men do nothing? That's right. Isn't that it? Yep. 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 And, you're right. Local、uh, is where it is. Absolutely. It, it, if you take your school board back, your、mm-hmm. kids. Yep. Take your Sheriff, back you get your police, etc., etc. And all I'm saying is, we talk about what Biden is doing. Biden、mm-hmm. hadn't done nothing to me except make gas. He's got a little more. He's got a lot more than more that.、Spent. But I understand your point.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got more than that, but I understand your point. Right, thank you, buddy. Thank、Bye. you, guys. Okay. Oh, hey, well, real quick before I go, Kim. Yeah.、Uh, did you mention talk about the twerking?、Uh, Uh, senator, senator and the state senator in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, what Mobile's talking about, there's a black senator.、Uh, she's a lesbian or bisexual or whatever. And、uh, she's running for a re election. And she's got a video、uh, on, her po- on her Facebook page of her booty clapping. Folks, our people are nasty. Y'all, y'all, y'all nasty. That's nasty, okay? But she thinks that、uh, people like it because they know that she's a real person. No, you're real、yeah. nasty, lady. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. That shows again that Ivy League education is and, Oh, yeah. And she brags about, oh, I have an Ivy League education. <laughs> yeah, but you're showing your rear end, lady. Oh, just nasty. I'm telling you. Yeah. You, <laughs> All right, man. You, Catch you later. Appreciate you. You Democrat kids, man. Oh, Jesus. Y'all going to need a deposit to get into hell. <laughs> Let's take a break. All right, folks. Hey, don't forget the AC doctor stands at the ready to help you with your heat and cooling needs, folks.、Uh, heat, you got plenty of. You need it cool. 
The AC Doctor is your Huckleberry. 601-706-4551. 601-706-4551. You know, they are expert troubleshooters, figuring out the problems, what they do best, but not just why it's not working, but also why you're not getting optimal performance out of it when it is working. That's what they do. The AC Doctor, head and shoulders above the competition because they are the doctors of cool. The AC Doctor, 601-706-4551. And we want, you, we want to thank all those who support our sponsors. We get uh, we, we calls every day saying, uh, what was that sponsor that does this, that does doors, that does electrical, that does roofing and all that type of stuff? And we appreciate you giving our, uh, our sponsors an opportunity to, to make their pitch, if you will. And there may be instances where you don't actually use them, but just the fact that you gave them your consideration. And this, and I know being in sales, that's all we want. Just give me a chance to make my pitch. And a hat tip to all the Because here's the thing, when you support WYB, when you have the COVID scam and all these other, you know Super Talk is not going to defend your right. Super Talk will sell you out like an iPhone. They don't care. Because that's what I keep calling them super talk. It's super take. They got rid of the L. They stand it up here to WYAB. They said L is for losers. Well, it's not a matter that we're losing. We operate in the black, number one. Number two, we make money the old-fashioned way. Okay? We earn it. We don't just sit around. I mean, basically, it's a welfare agency over there. These people are, are taking money out of the mouth of the babies over there. Uh, and they don't care. Well, we have standards. Integrity. We're men of character. At least we strive to be. Over there, the heck with character. Give me the cash. More money, more money, more money. Anyway, just want to thank everybody for doing that. But again, the AC Doctor, 601-706-4551. You support WYB and their sponsors. You're supporting freedom. Let's go to Nathan. Hey, Nathan. Hey, how's it going, Mr. Wade? Hey, brother. Hey, we got a situation going up here in uh, New York. You might find interesting. What's that? There was a young black man, well, maybe he wasn't that young, but he decided to rob a store up in uh, upper Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you don't know the specifics of New York, you know, a lot of the Dominicans run the stores in, right. in, in the bodegas, as they call them. Right. Well, the black woman, her EBT card didn't work. This <laughs> is a true story. Mm-hmm. She was trying to buy some potato chips for her daughter, and her EBT card didn't work, and she demanded the chips for free. <laughs> The Dominican store did not give them to her for free, so she ran home and told her boyfriend, and he came back and approached the man behind the counter, you know, shoved him around a little bit, and the man grabbed the knife and stabbed him and killed him, right? Whoa. The store owner stabbed the man after being assaulted by this guy. Well, the black district attorney charged the Dominican man with murder, second degree, right? Mm-hmm. And the Dominicans, as you can stand and imagine, uh, fit to be tied because they run most of these stores and they say, hey, we don't have to give these people anything and we have the right to defend themselves. That's right. And the police apparently have told them, hey, you're on your own because there aren't enough police and police just aren't doing anything. And this diversity is not going to work in black favor because these Dominicans and a lot of these immigrant groups don't have an expectation of police coming to their aid. Right. And they will handle matters you know, as they see fit. Right. And unlike these white liberals who will run and tell you not to stand your ground, these immigrant groups will stand their ground, right? And he killed that man so callously. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I think, and the mayor who, you know, he's black, mm-hmm. he had to side 
with the immigrant groups because the blacks are losing all political power up there. Really? And it's my, you know, I think that sooner or later the Democrats are going to have to throw them overboard <laughs> because their behavior is just not tolerant. Right. It's like everybody hates Raymond. Everybody hates black people. We, <laughs> our brand is sinking here, guys. We need a good publicist. <laughs> you know, it, it's, um, it, it's very interesting how the Democrats have tried to cobble all these groups together mm-hmm. in hopes that, they, you know, this diversity will work. But it's, it's going to explode on, you know, potentially these blacks in, in, in New York City because, as I said, the Dominicans were taken in their own hands. Right. And, you know, it'll make it to a point where black people will be afraid to walk the streets in New York, you know. And uh, it's just interesting how, you know, these blacks have taken over the political situation and maybe creating the worst position for themselves if they had no power at all. Oh, absolutely. Look, Hoss, I mean, things are getting so bad under black leadership. Dude, I think there's going to be a revolution, uh, a civil war between black people before. It's going to have to be. These people are holding our head below water. They are worse than the Klan. They won't change. They won't listen. They won't adjust. They won't elevate their game. They won't educate our kids. They won't fix the streets. They, they, they steal the money that's made uh, that the, uh, the uh, public entity brings in for taxes, uh, uh, for utilities and everything. They, they just won't do right. And I have no you know, faith in them. No. That's why I said, Lord, don't – if I – when I die and I look through them gates and I see nothing but some heads, oh, oh, don't give me the cursing up at the gate. Peter, what's up, man? Where the white folks at? I'm going to be like, Thomas, where the white women at? <laughs> hey, Mr. Wade, do you think, though, that they could, black people are being used in some way to bring down this country? Because this can't last two systems of justice. Dude. One for them. Barack for Obama everybody. is behind this. I told y'all when y'all put Barack in, that's a lot. Y'all are messed up. Brock is the employee who came back and robbed the store. That's who Brock Obama is. He moved right down the street, casing the joint, and he made his move. First chance he got, he put Joe Biden in, and now he's running this country. It's got the fingerprints of a Negro all over it. <laughs> hey, listen, wait. I won't hold you, but I'll leave you with my saying that I think it's worth living by. If you can't figure things out in life, watch what the Negro do and just do the opposite. You ain't got to think. Right. Just watch what he does and do the opposite. Run! You save know. yourselves! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Always good talking to you. Always good talking with you, Nathan. Nathan is a charm, man. Let's go to Mark. Hey, Mark. What's up? Tell a bastard about songs. Uh, our resident in-house historian, my friend, Mark. Mark, listen. <laughs> I'm glad you called in. I wish you had, we had to have you back over through the break, but listen. Uh, I am seeing so many parallels to what America, what was happening to America middle class as what happened in Ukraine when Stalin took over. I mean, they're basically just decimating the middle class and all the infrastructure that made the society work. What's up with this? That is a very true statement. They're using the same game plan uh, with Tucker Carlson's disclosure of shipping our uh, emergency reserve oil to China. Um they are absolutely running the same playbook that Stalin ran against the Ukrainians, or what we referred to in 1926, or he referred to in 1929, I'm sorry, as the kulaks, which was a derogative term mm-hmm. he used against them. But there, there was a contrast here. Number one, um, by that time, the kulaks had been disarmed. Right. Um, 
Stalin had made absolutely sure what forces he had in the area were effectively disarming uh, the people of the Ukraine post-1918 revolution. So huge contrast there. They're, they weren't armed. We are. But the question, so, yeah. And, and listening to your two previous callers talking about can the U.S. population take on the U.S. Army? Well, let me, let's roll back history a little bit. April, April 18, 1775, a contingent of over 825 British soldiers marched out of Boston into the countryside of Massachusetts. At that time, the British Army was the most well-trained, disciplined, and well-led. The British officer corps was known to be have no equal. So their strategic capabilities in the field as far as an army, they had no equals. Well, it comes down to that story called the first shot heard around the world. And historians will tell you that the mistake the British Army made thinking that their superiority over a ragtag group of militia in each one of these towns were going to just fold their lawn chairs and walk away. It didn't quite turn out that way because there were some significant things behind that story. Number one, the militia was armed with Kentucky rifles, which was an American-made product. Longer barrels, the barrels were rifled and had an effective range of over 100 yards as compared to the British smoothbore, which maybe had an effective range of 50 yards. Mm. Historians will differ in some ways on that. Secondly, um, the will to, shall I say, fight tyranny was very, very prevalent at that time. Uh, King George had overplayed his hand, and in the ensuing retreat, what the British called it retiring from the field, that 800 uh, ended up being less than 225, making it back to Boston. So the British left a lot of dead and dying soldiers at the hands of a ragtag militia, including what they, what history speaks to a, a man on a white horse who was an aged 60-year-old pastor who rode that white horse and continually harassed the British, picking off officers. Uh, there's no telling how many individuals he took down from range. So, and we know him and, in the Patriot movie as the ghost, but go ahead. Do what? I said we know him in, in the movie, Mel Gibson movie Patriot as the ghost, but go ahead. That, that was kind of, yeah, the ghost. That was kind of patterned after the, that, that screenplay was patterned well, after. Well, hold on, hold on, right? hold on. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Gotcha. All right, Mark. Okay, buddy, we're back. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what I was alluding to, to you correct, uh, the Patriot, Mel Gibson, uh, they called him the ghost. That was patterned after that uh, historical information. Um, but understand, too, that the militia group, it talks about in the story how they leapfrogged in groups to set up amb ambush positions all along during the retreat uh, of the British contingent. Now, that speaks to these individuals knowing the geography, the landscape, and other than the British not really knowing it. They stuck to the road. They stuck out in the wide open. So they were picked off one by one. Now, there's also other historical information with regards to the Norwegian underground, the French underground during the German occupation in Europe. 
um, other pieces of information, why the Taliban, why the Afghanistan people were so successful against the Soviet army. So, you know, can a loose uh, group of individuals, you know, wage a battle of attrition in guerrilla warfare, as you would call it, against a very strong and standing army? Absolutely. Um, now, you, in those circumstances, going up against the U.S. Army toe-to-toe in an open battle, that's not going to turn out very well. No. So we got to use wisdom. It can be done. It comes down to a test of wills, as uh, Mark has said and as General Patton reminds us. At the end of the day, how bad do you want to remain free? Because they're going to dog you out. If they're treating you like this with guns, imagine how they're going to treat you without them. Mark, we're up against a break, brother. Hold on. We're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. And this is your host, who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade, coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, also want to remind you, Lewis Furniture Store in Clinton. Clinton's only furniture store, folks. They always have been the great deals. Financing is available. You will not walk away without the item that you desire, the item you've fallen in love with. From Lewis Furniture Store. They have financing plans for everyone. It's, uh, if you're looking for mattresses, which I commend them, that's where I got mine, folks. I am so pleased. So I can't think of the name brand on the mattress. Just tell them you want the Kim Wade mattress, the one that I bought. And I can say, well, you know what I like about it? You can actually lay on this mattress and not need a pillow. Just, you know, you, it, your body adjusts to the contour. Uh, the, the mattress adjusts to the contour of your body, and it just, it just relaxes you. As a matter of fact, I can sleep better just lying there on flat on my back like that, which is not the way I normally when I lay down. I lay normally lay on my side, but roll over my back, I go right on to sleep. So it's magic. It's Lewis Furniture Store. They'll be open to six this evening, four to uh, on Fridays, and twenty four hours on the web. LewisFurnitureStore.com, dot com, home of the oohs and ahs. All right, folks. Here's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. Our politics. What to do. People saying, for instance, they're going to write in uh, anybody but guests on the District 3 race. Now, my suggestion to you, you can write it in if that's what you want to do. That's, you're sending a message to yourself. If that's what you want to do, but do that. You're best out in terms of being effective. I tell people all the time, don't be like black Democrats. Don't play the game so ineffectively that you catch the short end of stick every time. Try to get a win up on the board Every now and then. The Republican Party sent a message that, hey, see, there are more Trump supporters and people who love this country than there are the degenerates and the selfish GOP members who vote the way they vote to the detriment of our country. Think about they hate President Trump for being President Trump. And all President Trump tried to do was give the American people, try to give Main Street a fair shake. Way in way the government was operating. Now, in this particular case, after 18 months of Joe Biden, every policy he makes, it seems, is to harm and cripple the American people, to break the American family, 
to keep the parents in a state of angst as to what's happening to their kids in the public places when they are turned over to the public officials in schools, etc. You didn't have this under President Trump. He was more like you than you care to admit. And everybody was better off. Whether they admitted or not, they were better off. And everything President Trump has tried to tell us that was happening, he's been born witness to. All these cities like Jackson that are suffering with infrastructure, they had a chance to talk with a man who could turn the money in their direction. They didn't want to do it because of their own racial prejudices, their own bigotry. In their, old, in their own small-mindedness. So they screwed over their people. Now they're standing around with their finger in their rear end like Chokeway Lumumba, chalk lines, complaining about the infrastructure not being uh, 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 funded properly. These are the same people who voted for the man who's sitting there now who just sent almost $70 billion over to Ukraine. And all President Trump was trying to do is say, hey, man, we're not going to spend that money, $70 billion over there. We're going to spend it right here. And they hate him for it. President Trump tried to tell the people of Europe, hey, buy your natural gas from us. The news media and all the State Department folks, all these smarter, the smartest men in the room type folks. Oh, you don't want to listen to Donald Trump. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a novice. Now. Russia's getting ready to cut off oil and gas to Europe. Europe gets about 40% of their oil and gas from, from, uh, from Russia. And now they're standing around with their finger in their ear. Donald Trump tried to warn them, but their hatred for Trump overrode their common sense. They acted like black Democrats. They constantly do things that harm their future, harm their present, and sit around and complain about it Ad nauseum wanting somebody to deliver them from their own bad choices. Screw them. Screw you. If this is what you're going to do, you're going to put all your faith in CNN or Fox News or whatever, and you're going to ignore your common sense. And like I said, then, and I keep sending this message to all you government workers out there. Oh, it's all giggles and grins now. Oh, you're having a good time. Oh, Trump and their supporters. Oh, yeah, they lost that election. No, we ain't lost. You stole the election. Well, that's fine. Because here's the deal, folks. What we believe in is right. Our cause is right. They're going to lose. They're going to be on the short end of the stick. Our country's being dismantled one brick at a time. And these people are, are clapping like trained seals at the prospect that America's going to fall. Oh, chickens coming home to roost. Food. These are the chickens that you eat also. So I'm just telling you, folks. We're going to be found right, but it's going to be at the expense of our country falling apart. I see America breaking down into there. There'll just be parts of the country that you you would be advised not to go in like D.C. If you are a Trump supporter, if you are a lover of America. And many of us who are Christian patriots and rednecks, people who love this country, you know what? We cannot believe that there's that many people out there who hate this country so much that they're willing to allow this country to fall. We're asking ourselves, what's your point? But because you have been so brainwashed, you have, you have been street poisoned by the left and the media and their functionaries and flunkies in the government, you're acting like black Democrats. You vote against your own interests. 
But we patriots, oh, we're going to find, look, the Lord is going to make a way for us to survive. But I'm telling you now, this is just me. This is just Kim Wade speaking. I don't have anything for you Democrats. I don't have anything for you uniparty people. I don't have anything for the GOP who thinks it's okay to finesse the voting process to get somebody like Michael Guest back in there who all Michael had to do was just defend himself, explain himself. <clears throat> Michael Guest sent us a message too. So rather than doing a write-in candidate against Michael Guest, vote straight Democrat. This is a unique opportunity that comes along about every four, about every four election cycles when you have the congressional races in an off year from the presidential election. Now, next time around, he's going to be in fat. He's going to be in high cotton because there'll be a presidential ticket and it's going to draw out more voters. But right now, Michael Guest is vulnerable. But you got now. I spoke with David L. Archer here yesterday. See, these folks are channel track trained. They have an opportunity to make a gain and they won't make it. I'm talking about black Democrats. And conservative, real conservative Republicans have a chance to send a message because if Michael Guest get defeated, that's going to send a message to the GOP. Maybe we need to close our primary. But they'll never have that conversation if they never get the message. If you refuse to send the message, Hoss, they gonna, we're going to keep getting where we get. We're going to get we're going to get Cochran every time. So my, my thing is, is about being strategic, being tactical and moving the ball. Oh, I can't vote for a Democrat. Hoss, you're voting for a Democrat anyway. With what Michael Guest did and what it took to save his side rear end on June 28th, he owes everybody and their mama. And when he owed us and no one else, he screwed us. So what do you think he's going to do now? Oh, the worst is yet to come from grimy Mike. Oh, I'm not going to be found wrong on this. And all the people who doubt and hate and plot against Christian patriots and rednecks, Trump supporters, America lovers, you're going to fail. But sadly, in your failure, it's going to cost a lot of American lives. Our way of life is going to change. See, it's hard for us to get our head around because they're turning the temperature up on this pot of water slowly. But they have joined forces with every enemy of America. And I keep telling you folks who work for the government, Hoss, you are not as connected as you think you are. You are nothing but a cog in the wheel. And they're going to leave you out there to us. And we're going to remember what you did, Greg with two G's, Mike with two G's now and grimy Mike Guess. We're going to remember all this treachery that you did that brought us to this point where we're standing there warming our hands over metal barrels out in the streets of Jackson and elsewhere because of the policies that you pursued that destroyed the infrastructure of our comfort, the cocoon of prosperity. And you thought it was just about getting Trump. The Bible talks about that kind of mindset. Here you out there planting and digging graves for folks. But see, you don't believe in the Bible anymore because you don't, you told, you've been told it's passe. You don't need no Bible. You a stuntman for Kevin McCarthy. Nancy Pelosi knows your first name. 
But I'm going to tell you something, Hoss, while you in D.C., where the rest of your family at? They down here with the people. And I'm going to tell you something now. And I'm saying it's based on history. People ain't going to sit up there and watch their kids starve while you and your family are living good. And all you folks who are on the take, people are going to be wondering, why your child got chubby red cheeks full, baby legs all fat, and my baby looking like a Somalian refugee? They're going to start putting two and two together. What you think is going to happen when gas, you know, when Russia shuts off their gas pipeline, the world market is predicting $300 a barrel gas, uh, uh, oil rather. That means gas around $20 a gallon. So when everybody else can't drive and they see you out there driving, you know what they're going to think? It's easy to conclude. Either you work for the government or you took money when they were bribing folks. So what are they going to do? They're going to follow you home. And guess what? I think the Isley brother said best. You got to give it up. Our number 601-879-0002. Master D. Yes, sir. Oh, Sloan, what's going on? What's up? What, what I don't understand is, you know, we as a people, we are political chumps. Mm-hmm. They don't know the political game. It's just like you can't get anything done. You can't get money from the state. And, you know, I'm a black nationalist. I don't know no white man who ain't a white nationalist. Donald Trump is a white nationalist. Anybody doesn't doesn't believe in nationalism for themselves are crazy. You don't have to be part of no religious organization. It makes you independent, whether you Christian, patriot, redneck, or whatever. As long as you uh, want what you want for your brother as your brother's keeper. But we are not our brother's keeper. We have these uh, so-called wannabe uh, perpendiculars and swear goat riders and, and speculative masons over here done that's where the cabal is in Jackson. It's a, the click. And then you have this other click and that click. It's a shame. It really is a shame. This country is gone down the tube. I don't think there's any hope for it but separation because uh, black people don't, they're, they, they're ignorant. They don't know the game. Anytime you put all your eggs in one basket, Kim, and you support a party that delivers on nothing but, but uh, a carrot, and a token, you know, mm-hmm. give you a, a, a token pipe. Negro, mm-hmm. a token president, a token defense, uh, uh, like he's doing something for your people mm-hmm. when your city look like Ukraine, but you can find uh, money to send over there to kill people. Mm-hmm. You know, That's Joe right. Biden is is crazy, and anybody support him crazy, and you can see the policy that Donald, all this stuff, that Trump, they try to just label him a racist. My dad had taught me a long time ago, and my, trust me, my dad was in that Dixon Mafia with them white boys. Mm-hmm. And they know it. And like I said, Ken, you know, got a call from Lord John. Lord John said, I'm not going in there. I'm going, If I go in, I'm going by myself. He'll kill all my men. I have that inside my dad. But I'm a compassion. I love my people. But these men are not built like they used to. You know, they're weak. They they scared. What you scared for? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And, 
and then you know, then you try to say, I don't, I don't have a problem with nobody, but I do have problems with these uh, wannabe, uh, you know, they ain't that white nationalists to me. Donald Trump is a white nationalist. I'm talking about the ones that stir in the pot of confusion, like what I heard on uh, WNPR yesterday. We, if you get to the point where you think you black and you got to call some white man to run the show, you're already dead in the water because white people don't want to deal with you. And and, 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 and then you got all these degrees, Kim, you saying this university did. They can't even come up with nothing. And like I say, Harvey Johnson, it is really not what all you see. Jackson is run by a shallow government, and it, it resides in Madison County and Rankin County. And we shouldn't give them one more rest in our money because they're already getting 200 million. What a bond money, Kim. Why when you going to file bankrupt in Jackson, come away from all this debt? When are you going to get rid of this heavy top administration? Showcase daddy got rid of all those thieves there, and he put them. Who told him to do that? We know who told him. The CIA operative All righty now. Woo, look at the time. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We'll be right back. All right, folks. We're back. Hey, I want to remind you, our good friends over at Cork and Door. That's right. 50 years in the business providing quality, high-quality garage door products to Mississippians. Folks, here's the deal about Cork and Door. You know, I want you to think differently about putting a garage door on your new structure. You're ready to put your build your house, or you're getting ready to replace your garage door. You know what? There's a lot of changes in the garage door industry. You don't have to have that plane. I mean, if you just want the, uh, just a functional garage door, Corker can do that. But if you want to get exotic, if you want to do something different, or you want to insulate it more, because, I mean, many of you folks, you do, you work out in your garage all, all year long, particularly in the winter months, and you're out there, you're freezing, you're trying to run a little heater and all that kind of, you ain't got to do all that. Get you a good insulated door. And when you, when you build your garage, put a little insulation in the walls and make it functional. This is what I learned about uh, in my years of selling real estate. You give, a, you give the man a good-sized garage. You give him a good master bedroom and a kitchen. And if the master bedroom got a nice, clean uh, uh, bathroom area, the woman's going to be happy. And you do those things. And that's why, you know, when I see people, sometimes you got to buy what your pocketbook can afford. But a twelve or 1,300-square-foot house. Baby, that's where a lot of domestic violence come in at. Because when you get off from work, you got to have a place for the breadwinner to go to detox. And everybody got to sit in the front room, the kids sitting there, you sitting there. At least make the master bedroom big enough where they could put a, a couch, a love seat, a recliner. That's what I never understood about the builders. I said, that's where the money is. I mean, that people will pay for that. But anyway, that's another. And same thing with the garage door. Get you one that's decorated. You can get one that has glass panels in it. I'm talking about total glass. You get ones that fold different directions with screens on them the whole nine yards. Cork and Door can do all that. Give them a call. The number's easy to remember. 601-922-DOOR. That's 3667. 601-922-DOOR. Or check them out on the web. Cork and Door. C-O-R-K-E-R-N. Door.com. Find out all the possibilities that you have. And if you're looking for commercial doors, they got Lift Masters. They got Clopay Sectionals. Residential doors, they do it all. Cork and door, adding a new wrinkle to the whole garage door industry. Be different. Don't be like everybody else. Go with corkanddoor.com. All right, folks, it is an open forum. I do want to continue on letting you know, uh, when you vote in the third district, like I said, if you want to send yourself a message, write in the name and be done with it, and you'll get the message. Because 
knowing how crooked these people are with these digital ballots, if you put down there、uh, Joe Blow, bro, they just going to write in Michael Guest's name. You can't get a copy of the ballot. You know, and there's no reason for them to have electronic uh, uh, sign in when you walk into the voting booth. That book should be paper. But now that they got those dig- digital signatures, bro, they can still. Folks, they, they, they don't have to do right. And there's no need for them to even have all this electronic、uh, where you got to take a thumb drive out and do all that stuff. When you go through the Kroger's and put your card in there, And you put your rewards card in there. They got pictures of you making the transaction. They got a hard copy of you making the transaction. But we can't get that on the voting machine. No, these people are purposely still in this election. So, I mean, if we're not going to be tactical, if we're not going to be strategic, because really, we need about two years right now to get this thing together. Supreme Court's going to come down with a ruling next year before the 2024 election that's going to impact the 2024 elections. As it relates to drop boxes and 30 day voting patterns and all that kind of crap. And so, at the end of the day, it's the county government that actually runs all elections in this country. So, if we plan on influencing the county board of supervisors in these major counties, folks, I'm telling you, this stuff can be turned around. And if we get a recall petition here in the state of Mississippi, oh, baby, oh, things are going to be different. But you have to understand that we can win. Yes, they're going to cheat. Yes, they're going to do all those things. But that d o n t mean that we're not without、uh, any ability to overcome this stuff. You got to be willing. You got to be willing to put it out there. But if we could send a message in the third district, which will go re- reverberate all across this country, if we send Michael Guest to the House. If all the Cassidy supporters join with the Democrats and send them to the House, the Democrats, you know why the Democrats will get behind that? Is because they would have turned a red, a solid red district blue. And it's all because Republicans played themselves, trying to be slick, trying to send us, Trump supporters, a message. Well, let us everybody send messages. Shoot. I got a message for you too, homie. Don't be like a black Democrat. Be in the political process and you're totally ineffective. Black Democrats support the Democrat Party. They couldn't have got that money, that $70 billion plus that they sent to the Ukraine without the Black Caucus vote. If the Black Caucus just fold their arms and say, well, until we get money for Jackson, Mississippi, and Edwards, Mississippi, and Bolton, Mississippi, and their water situation, I ain't voting for nothing. Nope. They don't even ask questions. Bro, there's no excuse for it. Other than, like Master D said, these are some weak black men we got in 2022. These Negroes are weak. I mean, they're estrogen strewn. It's like going to a baby shower being around these Negroes. They ain't got no balls. Benny, walk, he walking around there like he's a grand pooba. He ain't doing nothing but what somebody told him to do. Be like back in the days of Jim Crow slavery and segregation, where you got the black guy running the juke joint, he running it for the mob or running for some white folks, he running around there like he's the boss man. That's all t h e y doing. And then black Democrats. Rather than talking with somebody who could get the job done, get us some money to work on it. No, I'm angry. I'm emotional. I don't talk to Donald Trump. Lil Wayne talked to Donald Trump. He got a full pardon. Lil Wayne carry a gun now. All those other rappers who try to be hard, I don't talk to Donald Trump. t h e y still on paper. 
use your head. Back when we were Negroes, we would have figured that one out. Yeah, I'm going to go up here and laugh and grin. <laughs> But no, not these folks. They're scared. They bust us. Our number is 601 879 0002. Hey, I want to remind you our good friends over at Home Care Plus stand at the ready to help you with all your health care needs, whether it's products or services or pharmaceuticals. They're a traditional、uh, drugstore. They've got pharmacists on staff who can compound your, pharma,、uh, your prescription, rather. And if you need to pay cash for it, they're going to give you the best price available. Home Care Plus, 864 Wilson Drive. And the number over there is 601 957 9174. And check out that lift chair. And if you're providing care for someone who's convalescing at home, you have a, a hospital bed in your home, they have every item that will go along with caring for somebody in a hospital bed. In fact, they have a room set up over there that has a hospital bed in it and all the different things that you will need that you don't even think of right now. But Home Care Plus has already thought of. They have a, a, a warehouse right in back of their storeroom, excuse me, showroom that has everything in there. So you don't have to wait. They got it right there. And if you need your equipment repaired and hadn't been. And your equipment had not been repaired properly to your satisfaction, call Home Care Plus. They have a service rep and service department folks that will take care of all your concerns. That's the way they roll. 957 9174. All right, folks, we're back. And it is it's Thursday. And Thursday, now this is the night you might want to stop by the Gathering Restaurant, folks, for some、uh, butcher cut steaks, fresh seafood, golden brown fried catfish. Pastas out of this world and delicious salads. That's right, the Gathering Restaurant, Highway 22 and 463 in the town of Livingston. They would say, Come on down. I want to encourage you also to bookmark this and remind yourself、uh, Saturday morning from 10 to 2. They'll be having the brunch, folks. It is a, folks, you're going to love it. You're just a, a leisure breakfast.、Uh, anything you can think of under the sun blueberry pancakes, chicken and biscuits, the traditional southern breakfast. They have it all there, folks. Grits and grillades and braised beef and triple cheese grits and all that there is available. Catfish, shrimp, combo, everything that you might want to have before your brunch. They have it there at the gathering. 463 and Highway 22 in the town of Livingston. As they would say, come on down. If you want to find out what live music is going to be playing this Sunday, go to livingstonmercantile.com or check out Gathering Restaurant、uh, on, on Facebook. So, there's plenty of options you can do that. And I think tonight they have the,、uh, of the town of Livingston. The,、uh, I think this is the last couple, this is the last day, I think, for this year. The town of Livingston will be、uh, having their little Thursday night session. So, come on down, folks. All right, it is an open forum. Do want to make a couple things mention.、Uh, you know, the strategic oil reserves、uh, that the America puts back, they buy oil when it's cheap and they、uh, sequester it off, hide it in wherever, the salt mines, wherever they do that. And they released that oil reserves when we, in this case, Joe Biden said prices are too high. I'm going to try to bring them down by flooding the market with our oil reserves. And、uh, Joe Biden sold the oil reserves to his son, Hunter, which sold it to a company that Hunter has an interest in,、uh, a stake in, that's ran by the Communist Chinese. So he made billions of dollars off about 950,000 barrels of oil. It's just one scam after another. And you guys hated Trump. You hated Trump. Or you hate Trump. Oh, it's the end of democracy if Trump is elected. Okay, so we, we got what you call democracy, and it involves us getting screwed all the time. This is why I keep saying to the American people, folks, to us Christian patriots and rednecks, Trump supporters, America lovers, 
what we believe in is right. Our cause is right. What they're doing and what they're doing、uh, to us is wrong. It's going to lead to our long term ruination of this country. All the prosperity that we enjoy is going to be destroyed, all because these people are emotional. One issue, folks, in many cases, they're haters. They can't see past their nose. All they know, I don't like him. Yeah, but he's the best at what he does. I don't care. Give me somebody who's old and senile. Don't know what the hell he's doing. Folks, these people have been street poisoned. You got to walk away. Some of these folks are your family members. There's people that you love. These people are nuts. People in Jackson drinking dookie water because their mayor didn't want to talk to the man who could help them out. The mayor and you supported a man who you swore up and down was your boy, Ace Deuce. He loved black folks, loved poor folks, loved everybody. But he's sending all your money overseas and you won't say anything. And when we Trump supporters, Christian patriots, and rednecks, tea partiers tell you, hey, dog, this is not affected. Huh? You're a racist. You're a white nationalist. Well, you're someone who drank dookie water. Folks, I'm tired of playing with these folks. I owe them zip. I don't care if they fall on the street from hepatitis and drinking that water. I'm tired of this stupidity and I got the co sign and pay for it. Screw you. Let's go to Chris. Hey, Chris. What say ye? Hello? Okay. Chris, okay. We missed you there. But here's the deal. Folks, Trump told them about the gas,、uh, uh, not to buy the gas from Russia, buy it from America. And all the media told, oh, Trump, he d o n t know what he's doing. He's in it. Trump's been right on all this stuff. And by extension, we have been right. These people don't have anything other than their hatred for Donald Trump. And their hatred for Donald Trump is, is based on their pettiness. Many of them don't even watch. I was trying to explain to somebody today about the potential for $300 a barrel oil. And I'm thinking, dude, in order to bring these people up to speed, we've got to go back so far. You know, at this point here, I'm, look, dude, I'm cutting bait on these foolishness. You know, if you don't want to keep up, if you think, well, the Lord is going to take care of me, okay, fine, he is. But I've learned during my 66 years of living that the blessings of, Lord, of the Lord sometimes require some assembly. But if you don't want to simple anything, you just think, well, Lord, come on now. You got an abracadabra wand back there. Do that one. Okay, now, now you're negotiating with the Lord. Now you're telling him how to do his job. And yet you say, you study the word and you know what he expects of you. I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm just tired of the stupidity. I'm tired of being pushed around. This gun control thing, folks, don't worry about the red flag laws. It's going to get struck down. But if you notice, The Democrats, whether it's abortion or whatever, they push forward with it anyway. They don't care what the Supreme Court s a y But they make sure that you follow every yacht and tittle of the law. Something significant happened yesterday. They had the destruction of the Georgia Guidestone. Somebody bombed it and they tore the rest of it down. Folks, I'm telling you, if we would just stand stout and don't get nervous by looking to the left or to the right at what you see, And you don't see victory on the horizon, so you get nervous. You don't see the cavalry coming over the hill, so you get nervous. No, your job is to walk your post in a perfect manner. Don't look to the right or to the left. Follow the instructions given to you by those, your, your superiors. But you don't want to do that. You want victory assured. I'm not me. I'm like these crazy leftists in that regard. I say, let's roll out, win, lose, or draw, like that guy said. Matter of fact, get the clip up again. We'll play that one more time if you would. The first one we played. 
uh, like the gentleman said about the Second Amendment. Yeah, I can't defeat an F 35 with my handgun or my long rifle, but they're going to have to kill me. We start, and see, this, this is why the people of Afghanistan, after 20 long years, America said, the heck with this, we're tired of losing. And they got up out of it. It comes down to will. We're going to play this guy from the Second Amendment. This is just Joe Blow. He doesn't even have a name on this thing. So he talks about Republicans and conservatives being cowards and left wing folks being nuts. Go ahead, sir. The right is full of cowards, but the left is just full of sick people. People will go at great lengths to politicize and weaponize a tragedy. I want to address the leftists out there that think this is a gun problem. We've had guns here since the dawn of time, but only in the last 20 years have we had mass shootings. Every single year, it gets more difficult to get a rifle, but every single year, we see more mass shootings. But please explain to me how this is a gun problem and not a mental health problem. And you sick bastards, the one that say, how many children need to die before you give up your Second Amendment? All of them! Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> is that the sound clip you're looking for so you can dunk on the right wingers? Nobody's out to solve problems anymore. It's all about dunking on the political opposition. To the right wingers out there saying maybe it is time for gun control. Here's a PSA for everybody that doesn't seem to quite understand the purpose of the Second Amendment. Second Amendment's not for hunting, it's not for the range, it's not for self defense. Second Amendment is leverage against your government. It's a dead man switch. Purpose of the Second Amendment is to live free or die. To the lefties, oh, you think you stand a chance against the military? No, I don't. I'm not stupid. Push came to shove, an AR 15 is nothing compared to an F 35. If it really came down to it, the first Marine who was a decent shot would probably take me out. The point is that they would have to take me out, that I will go down swinging. And most people are tired of saying that what happened is an absolute tragedy. When you hear the details of what actually happened in Texas, it's pretty tough to imagine. Even if I thought that abolishing the Second Amendment would somehow stop all school shootings, I still wouldn't do it because I'm not some emotional single issue voter. You can't just look at single issues in a vacuum. You have to look at them with respect to everything else. You know, more kids die every year sniffing fentanyl than being shot by an AR 15, but you'll fight to keep that southern border open. More Americans die at the hands of illegal immigrants, but you'll fight to keep that southern border open. So are you really about saving lives, or is it just about disarming your political opposition? After JFK, we beefed up security for politicians. After 9 11, we beefed up security at airports. All these tragedies throughout history, and we beef up the security at the places where they occur, except for schools. There are 380,000 unemployed veterans in the United States. Most of them are working age, but a lot of them have problems because they feel like they don't have a place in society. They don't feel like they have support and they don't feel like they have a purpose. So maybe instead of sending $40 billion to fund a war on the other side of the world, or spending more money so that children can learn about their teachers' kinks, we could instead put two veterans that are already well trained in every school that would happily lay down their lives to protect those kids. To me, and for the people, and for the veterans, and for the children, that sounds like a win win. And to all the fucking British people out there, we don't give a damn what you guys got going on in England. Not one single damn. You gave up your guns and the government hasn't turned on you? Wow, that's because you're a domino and we are the first domino. American right wingers are the only thing keeping the entire world in check. Maybe you can discuss that over your next tea and biscuits. I forgot to mention all the people saying this is a Republican problem because they're all in the back pockets of the gun lobby. First of all, the gun lobby's broke. And second, all those people crying about the gun lobby won't say a word about what Big Pharma is doing to young people in America. So, to all the anti gun people, you're a liar and a coward and you don't actually care about children. And to the few real men left out there in Western society, stay hard. Stay hard. Folks, there you go. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey,、right, folks. And as evidence,、uh, the Democrat Party is losing their grip on minorities. This is a、uh, black GOP candidate out there in Arizona. He's running his ad here, folks. It's balls to the wall. Check it out. Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR 15 for self defense. 
that no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in clan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic and all 30 rounds. Right on. That's right. Folks, look, quit tiptoeing around playing with these folks. Here's the thing. When we talk about victory on the part of Christian patriots and rednecks, Trump lovers, Trump, uh, Trump supporters and America lovers, let us start appealing to the Hispanic community. They don't want this degeneracy. They're not interested in this crap. We just got to speak up to those who do the employment. Welcome them on in and let them know. Look, if the Democrats have their way, that you won't have a job to come to after you break into the country. Let us make the case for our side. Don't look. If we start, if these people start trending the way they're trending, continue trending the way they're trending towards the Democrat, uh, away from the Democrat Party towards the Republican Party. And not that the Republican Party is the savior, but again, we're in a two-party system. They will be foreclosing the borders then. Don't be so dispirited. Man, it is hard to keep the chin up on a conservative. Every day you got to buck them up. But here's the thing. This is winnable. And we're going to go forward in the battle. And we're going to take down some giants. We're going to peel some caps back. With or without you. These people are not Gila monsters. They're not King Kong. They're just tall men and they can fall like anybody else. The question is, can we depend on you? To you pastors who slept through COVID, who slept through all this evil that's going on, all this degeneracy, all these shooters that we're seeing, all these young kids shoot. Y'all don't see anything. Hmm, that's not peculiar to you. At what point do you start stating and, and putting your stake in the ground and saying, I'm standing on this? Where's your plumb line, dog? But for those of us, while we're disappointed in our fellow Americans who are allowing this stuff to get too far gone, we're going to be just like those men in the Patriot. When many of the others went home to be with their family, to check on their farms and all that, those who stood said, well, we're going to fight anyway. And those of you who are the low-hanging fruit, those of you who are the foot soldiers out here doing the will of the sorrows or the Chinese government or Joe Biden or Chris Ray Hoodie, Hoss, you got to understand, you're not on their level. If you can't see now that there, that, that there are multiple plans at play that you're not a part of, and you can't see and say, hmm, well, what? It's like there's a comedian called Earthquake. And he did a show down in uh, in Gulfport, and one of his line, one of his skits in that in that show, talking about blacks being bombers for Osama bin Laden. And uh, he said, "I couldn't do it." He said, "Now, Osama, let me understand this. So, I'm gonna put this bomb on me, or you gonna put me on flight seven seven seven, and I'm gonna go so and so and so and blow the bomb up. Uh, this a one way ticket, Osama. How am I gonna get back?" I don't understand this. Wait a minute. Explain it to me again. Folks, to you folks who are working in the government for these people, you might as well have a suicide vest on. Because I told you, the, the, the canary in the coal mine for you should have been when there was a baby shortage, <coughs> baby food shortage, 
And you ain't had no stroke or juice to be able to say, hey, I can get you some. I'm an FBI agent. I work for the Department of Homeland Security. I'm on a task force. If you couldn't do that, you ain't nobody. You ain't nothing but a stunt man. They got you jumping through fiery hoops backwards. And they're going to leave you hanging. Oh, you can write it in blood, baby. Because there's going to be somebody to replace you. And it's probably going to be folks from the CCP. But I know. You get all puffed up because they get you in those, uh, what do they call those uh, uh, rooms where they everything, you, you, you can't track them. I forgot what they call them. But uh, uh, you can't listen in. And they got you feeling all important. How's you being used? It ain't no difference being in those secret societies when they tell you, oh, yeah, we're advancing you to the next degree. By the way, everything you learn in that other degree is BS. Son, have some sense for yourself. But because you're spiritually dead, you can't even pick it up on your radar, bro. Anyway, we're going to fight on anyway. Win, lose, or draw, we're Americans. If we can't get the victory, we're going to give them hell. Let's take a break. We'll be back in 22 hours. We'll see you on the radio. Keep a close eye on Freddie now. As a count evens, two balls and two strikes. On deck is Thomas Jones. 2-2. Swinging a fly ball, hit well, deep towards left field, backing up with room out there. The catch is made by Moritz. Both runners will stay put. And that's a big out number two. So after the back-to-back walks in which he went full on both of them, a strikeout and now a flyout. And now two away from Thomas Jones. You can see Tarnock going back there to that rosin bag. I was watching as some of the pitchers were coming in from throwing earlier today. And <laughs> it was it was insane how hot it was down there as they were just going through regular throwing sessions. Nothing really strenuous. First pitch, a breaking ball, that curve just outside, 1-0. It's not an exaggeration to say that if you go down on that field for four or five minutes and just stand there, you'll be drenched in sweat. Sure. It is that humid today. It's not getting covered up that sun by any clouds. Pitch, curve ball, there's a strike called. So Tarnick really using up a lot of energy, and there is some activity in that Braves bullpen. A lot of clouds in the sky today, Chris, but none of them blocking the sun. Some big puffy clouds that could be some nice coverage if they can get over there. 1-1 pitch on the way to Jones. Fastball, come on. Check swing that time. He did not go. And it's 2-1 now to Jones. Twenty-five pitches this inning for Tarnock. As the two ones delivered, fastball at the knees. Got the call that time. Still throwing ninety-five though. He'll top out around ninety-six. You know he's going to enjoy that cold towel. A lot of times they'll bring out that ammonia water. 
Well, Dan Lee our outstanding athletic trainer, has always got a close eye on that stuff. Here's a 2-2. Change up. Call. Third strike. He freezes Thomas Jones. And those two runners left stranded on base. Back-to-back walks, but the next three he retires. Two of them via the strikeout. We go to the bottom of the second. No score. Braves and Blue Wahoos. Okay, 